What's up, millennials? We are on episode three. It took us a while to get get this one going. We've been using uh, Junior's been on the process of getting us on iTunes, using different apps, seeing which ones are going to work for us. Uh, we aren't professionals yet. We don't have any special microphones or uh, what do they call that stuff? Equipment. <laughs> yeah. Podcast equipment. What 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 do you media? freaks calls stuff like that <laughs> yeah man mics equipment anything like that yeah. we don't have any of that and we're still about what two and a half three hours away from each other yeah yeah that's true uh how was your week man uh so far not bad you know it is thursday um and you know given what i do like it's nearing the end of my week uh yeah you know friday so market closes tomorrow at 2 p.m i believe so, you know, after that, I just kind of study and get ready. I did get an email today from Cal Poly basically telling me I have to be on my A game. I don't want to get kicked out. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, man. How about you? It was good. It was a busy week. Um, today was more chill, laid back. Um, got a lot of work to do, a lot of paperwork, a lot of quotes I got to put in. Um, had a busy day yesterday with the general manager. We we were running around all over the place yesterday. Um, so it was good. It was a good week. Uh, I'm ready for Friday. Awesome. Yeah. And then you get your weekend, right? Your weekend's off? Yeah. Yeah, I have weekends off. So nice. That'll be yeah, good. that'll be nice. All right, guys. So uh, today uh, is kind of a special episode. It's not really on a topic. It's not really something that, you know, we're going to discuss or really give you guys advice on or give our opinions on but it's more of an episode on where mike is going to be telling who he is he's going to be giving you guys where he come from where he comes from uh just give you guys a little insight on mike he is 22 he is a district salesman and just recently he bought his first property so you know at 22 that's kind of that's a pretty incredible accomplishment (laughs) at 22 um you know so all right mike so I guess first question, I'll go ahead and ask you the first question just to get you rolling. Uh, you've not, you haven't always been in Tulare, right? No, man, I was uh, born in Santa Maria, good old Santa Maria. Um, probably lived there till I was about five years old. Um, my dad moved us out to Ridgecrest for about a year. I don't really remember much about it, except uh, I remember one thing about the school. I was, out playing basketball got a bloody nose um and i started crying that's the only thing i can really remember about that place yeah uh actually i remember the basketball court uh heavy winds smashing my mom's car window fell down (laughs) um then we moved to tulare you've been here since i want to say the second grade Uh, i was probably about seven years old and uh yeah that's, that's that's so i've been in tulare california since I was seven years old, I would say. Nice, man. And you, my dad moved us back And uh, yeah. just to give people another insight, you've been there since you're seven. And did you go to school after high school? Yeah, I, I uh, went to a private uh, Bible college. It was cool. Um, so a little bit about, about me, I'll get it started here. It's a good question. So uh, in high school, uh, wrestled a little bit. It was fun. Uh, all four years of high school, all year round. Um, my senior year, uh, during the postseason, 
Um, I wanted to go to an event that the college was hosting. Uh, if you go, they'll give you like a basically a down payment if you go to this event on your schooling for the next year for freshmen. So I was stuck in a bind between finishing out my wrestling season or going to the school event for a week, staying on campus. Um, and I dropped my wrestling. Um, that was a pretty big deal at the time for me. I dropped that, went to school, had a very hard time while I was in school. Um, didn't get along with the roommates. Now they're my best friends. I love those guys to death. <laughs> um, but when I first moved in there, I just didn't didn't feel right. Didn't wasn't one of the wasn't one to fit in there. Um, had a good friend took me under his wing. Uh, those two roommates moved out because of a couple circumstances. Um, they left. They moved out. And then I got two guys that came in. They changed my life. Uh, shout out to those guys. They know who they are. You guys know who you are if you're listening. Um, love those guys to death. Eric, I'll, I'll say his name. Eric Tonales. Man, that guy is the most loving dude uh, in the world. He would come in every day, wake up in the morning. Hey, Mike. Love you, man. Good night, Mike. You know, like just walking yeah. around. Hey, Mike, how you doing? You know, just always just yeah. cheerful, smiling. I see you, Mikey. Love you. Love you, man. Love yeah. you, man. Good Dude, character. I would not, I did not ever say that to anybody at this time, straight out of high school. Okay. So, like, I love you, bro. Love you. You know, all that stuff. That yeah. was, that so was you, not in my book. So you went straight to that school right after 18, right? Right after you graduated high school? Yeah. Yeah, 18. Moved out there, lived in the dorms. Okay. And you said you dropped wrestling to go there? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, now, yeah. Now Which for, is a big deal. If you knew me in high school, it was a big, big deal. Yeah, because from what I know, uh, you're you were an all state wrestler, right? No, I was no, it wasn't all state. I was not even half that wrestler, but um, I was decent. I was decent. Um, it was fun. I I wrestled uh, one summer for the California national team. My coach got me on the team, and I wrestled in Oklahoma out there. Oh wow! Um, so it, yeah, I mean we wrestled all year round. My roommate now. Uh, he was one one of the road dogs with me. Uh, he's a year younger, but he we have stories for days uh, about our wrestling team. I mean, that was yeah. that was our life. That was it right there. Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I bet. And that was, uh, that was, that was our life. So now to ask you this is uh, just because I feel like I have to ask it is because um, you no longer go to the college and right. you dropped what was a big part of your life to go there. Yes, I did. So I did. today, do you regret dropping it, or do you feel like you don't regret it? It's not a regret for you. You know, when I was there, I was regretting it <laughs> when I was there. Yeah. Um, for the first six months, eight months, I was like, man, why did I do that? And why <laughs> did I come here? This is a kind of a joke, you know? Yeah. Um, I had a hard time in school. Even in, dude, I got through high school cheating through all my classes, copying homework, copying tests. I, you know. I'm far from the best, the smartest kid around or uh, the best student. I can, if I could go back to high school right now, talk to about six of my teachers in high school and they'll be like, I'm surprised. Like, I did not see this coming. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> seriously. I was, I was, uh, I just didn't like school, man. It wasn't for me. And I always knew that there's not much, you know, I'm not going to get much of an education. I always just felt like 
um, like it wasn't important to me for whatever reason. I don't know why. Yeah. I just knew I, my path was not going to be the path of education. Yeah. Period. You always felt like there was a, let's not say education. Cause I think that, you know, you listen to podcasts, you read books. I think yeah, I educate you're, you're learning yeah, the school a system. lot. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the school system. And, uh, that reminds me of one thing, like, uh, when Gary V got hired or not when he got hired, when he got interviewed by, Larry King, I believe, or I don't know what his name is, but yeah. he got interviewed and they asked him like, well, what about school? Like, did you fail school or did school fail you? And he said, school failed me. He said, the education system fooled me, failed me. It's not fit. It's not suit for uh, people like, like me. That's what he said. Yeah. You know, so I think the school system fails people every day. Um, yeah, it does. It does. And a lot of people, uh, it's good. It's, I mean, kids that are that can plug themselves into school and go to college, you know, they, they end up, they end up coming out pretty smart, knowing a lot and they're very organized, very detailed. Um, there's benefits through it, you know? Yeah, definitely. There's benefits. So I'm not against school. I just don't ever want to go back. (laughs) (laughs) No. And that makes total sense. Um, now after high school or after, uh, after you left college, where did you go? I lived in, uh, after college? Yeah, like right after you left uh, the school you were at, where did you go? Well, let me let me go back to the school thing. So I was going to school, blah, blah, blah. Um, I really grew the second semester. I had good roommates. I had a friend, a uh, very close friend. He ended up leaving that the end of that semester, but um, he, he helped me, man. He helped me grow. He helped me change a lot, change my mindset, change a lot of the things I did and how I did it. Um, and then came home from the summer. I started, uh, I was working actually both summers and in high school, I would only go to school half day, go work for a concrete contractor. And, um, during the summer I was working for a contractor and my gut was telling me you did your time. Uh, don't go back to school. Don't go back to school. Um, my gut, my, I just didn't want to go. I didn't feel the drive like I did when I started school. Um, when I knew I was supposed to go, uh, when I came back home, I just, it wasn't there. I was like, I, I don't need to go back to school. Um, I think I got what I needed out of it that first year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I didn't want to go. I told my mom, I didn't want to go. I was too scared to tell my dad I didn't want to go. I think my mom told my dad that I didn't want to go. And my dad was like, you're not a quitter, blah, blah, blah. You know, give me that kind of talk. Of course. But I knew deep down inside that I don't need to go back. So I go back to school, and at the time, too, I was in a pretty uh, weird relationship. I had a girlfriend at that time. Yeah. Um, so that kind of plays plays with your mind while you're going to school and you're trying to grow as a young person. So my best advice, 18, 19, 20, do not have a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. It, that's, that's some advice. 18, 19, 21, 22, don't do it. Yeah, I mean, grow. Personally, I could see where you're coming from with that just because, like, I feel like a lot of people graduate from high school in a relationship and they get accepted to these major colleges or they get accepted to these, like, I don't know, like, you know, other institutions, like, there's UTI, that's a college, but it's also, like, it's a, it's an institute, you know? Yeah. And they get accepted to these places and they choose not to go or they choose a college that isn't going to benefit them the most because they want to stay with their significant other. Yeah. And it like, 
I can respect that. But at the same time, like you got to find what's going to benefit you the most. You're 18, 19 years old. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So things like that, that, and uh, that actually brings a question or that it's a good time for me to ask you another question about that. Uh, during that time when you were focusing on yourself and when you said that, you know, you had to just keep telling yourself in your head that you did the right thing and that your gut was telling you that school wasn't for you. Uh, yeah. Well, what did you do? Because I know that there's a lot of people and there's a lot of paths. Like, for example, me, when I left Cal Poly for a couple quarters, I told myself, like, there's some things I got to figure out that are dragging me away from school. And when I figure those things out, I can go back. And, yeah. you know, I took spring quarter and I took the summer to figure out my trading, figure out the way I was going to study the market. Yeah. Um, because I was miserable in school and I was miserable because I couldn't right. study the market at the same time. Yeah. And I, yeah. And now I found that balance of time. So, oh yeah, I re-registered, but for you that you told yourself you weren't going back, what did you do during that time? And how did you basically, the, not- the biggest part about that is, man, I was trying to, you know, still, you know, doing my own thing, going back home, living with your parents and you still kind of under your parents' rules, and you're at that 18, 19 years old, man, I mean, you're not really thinking for yourself yet. I mean, you can, um, and you should, but me, I wasn't. Uh, I was listening to my parents, and I ended up paying, uh, worked all summer, came up with my down payment for school, um, and worked my way to go back to school, and I didn't want to. So I hated my summer, right? I thought I was... uh, I was going crazy because my girlfriend lived three and a half hours away. I'm trying to focus on me, trying to balance uh, a half-assed relationship at the time. Yeah. Um, it seems like a big deal then, but you look back on it, you're like, man, I was just a kid, whatever. Um, and I just listened to my parents, not, you know, um, and went, went back to school. Um, but what's funny is when I went back, I changed at the end of the first year, right? All happy you know, is a whole different me, go back to school. And I absolutely hated it. Um, I was almost like depressed almost, I would say. Um, it was just miserable. And the only thing that kept me alive was working. Yeah. Shout out to my discount pet employees Uh, or not employees, coworkers. You worked at a, you Um, worked at a pet store, huh? I worked at a pet store, dude. I loved it. Loved every minute. My team, Shout out to that team, the real ones. <laughs> Dude, that was that was honestly one of the funnest jobs I ever had. Dude, I bet. And now, to ask you that, like, when you went back to school and you, because of course you had a transition where you were finding the job that you're in now. Like, you didn't just yeah. walk into it from one day to the next, you know. So you no. had that transition, and I know you had some brutal jobs. So. What did you do to yourself or what did you tell yourself to consistently keep that confidence of knowing that you were doing the right thing and not falling back and going to school? Um, really, like, one more time, answer that question, ask the question again. So during that transition, like when you were basically going to school or when you weren't going to school, when you had just dropped out and before- oh, I haven't got I haven't got to that yet. And, oh, there's so there's. Okay. You're. I think you're ahead. You're ahead of the story a little bit. So let me let me tell the story. Go go to school, uh, for a semester. Now I'm absolutely after that semester I was done. I didn't want 
wanted no part of school. So I tell my mom again, I don't want to go back. My dad drives down three and a half hours, takes me to dinner, tells me, you're not going to be a pussy. You're going to school. You're not quitting. You're finishing. Mm -hmm. And little did he know that I didn't go to a single class that whole year. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't go to, I, I didn't go to school. I, I, I was, the only thing keep me alive was avoiding the school, just sleeping there. Is he finding out by listening to this, or does he already know? Uh, I don't know. I think he already knew. Um, so I go back. They they didn't let me even come home, or I didn't come home because um, I was working during during winter winter break. I come back to school, ended up getting into some trouble, um, got got kicked out of school, had the cops uh, got into a fight. Um, which was pretty stupid. Um, the guy calls the cops on me. I get in trouble. I didn't get arrested. Uh, school kicks me out. And here's and during this process here, dude. Okay, I'm going through a shady, like a rocky. At the time, it was like a really rough relationship. And I'm don't go to I don't go to any classes. I I'm just working. Um, it was like the most dramatic time of my life, right? I get, get kicked out of school. Um, I come home. Uh, my parents are disappointed. Everybody's like, what the heck, you know? Um, it's like a viral story in my network of friends. Like, oh, you did this. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was pretty crazy. I got like, kicked I got out. Kicked. Yeah, yeah, which isn't surprising um, if you actually know me. That's not, yeah. I wasn't surprised. It's, oh, it's just another Mike thing. But <laughs> kicked out of school. Um, it wasn't surprising to me. I come home. Did I come home? And this, now, now I'm about two and a half years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Two and a half years ago, um, my aunt at the time was married, and her husband got me a job at a cold storage. Okay. Um, so now I get kicked out of school, right? Uh, I, I immediately get a job through a temp agency. Yeah. Because... That's one thing I pride myself in is always having a job. Yeah. And always doing the best job. So uh, I was working at a temp agency, uh, and I wasn't even in the cold storage. I was in the dry in the dry warehouse, where um, here in Tulare we have like uh, companies that make powder milk. Okay. Right. So so these pallets of powdered milk would go get stored at this facility, and then the semi trucks would back their trailers in. Forklifts picks up the pallet. Yeah drives it into the to the trailer and two guys are throwing these 60 pound 50 pound bags of powdered milk and stacking them in the trailers by hand yeah. what were your hours like four in the morning till two in the afternoon okay so you were working about 40 hours a week still yeah full time okay four in the morning and now this is eight hours of straight physical labor right yeah okay it was it was more like 10 11 hours and i'm just saying that to take a shot at all those people that complain about their desk job or their retail job or their server job um yeah you know yeah, there's and and i love what the rock says about in 1992 i had six dollars in my pocket yeah and i need two things i'm broke and i'm not going to be yeah um i knew two things every time i showed up to work i try to be the best bag thrower you know i try to stack mine the nicest you know i wasn't was it the nicest no um was I tired all the time? I was tired all the time. Dude, it was physical work. What, what were you getting paid? No minimum wage, ten dollars an hour or so. Okay, so you were doing physical labor for eight hours a day, throwing stuff onto a pallet for minimum yeah. wage. 
Okay. Yeah. And this is again so that people that you know work behind a desk or work retail that are not getting paid yeah. a minimum wage can take a hard look at you know what yeah. other people do. Yeah. So I'm I'm throwing bags, and I need to figure out a game plan at this point. To um, number one, I had like got kicked out of school, so now the girlfriend's parents think I'm crazy and useless, right? So now I have some some work to do, get my life together. Um, so my dad gets me gets me in at an industrial supplier, um, Fastenal, and I'm part time. So now I'm part time. Actually, through that process, I get promoted. I was in the warehouse and the dry warehouse, and I get promoted to a forklift driver in the cold storage. Mm-hmm. So now it's not physical labor. Now I go in at 12 and I work till 12, 12 to 12. So now you're working 12 hours, day, 12 hour days. Though. Yeah. Yeah. But now I don't, I don't, I'm not up at four in the morning. No, I was working about 11, 10, 11 hours on in the warehouse as well. Okay. Four to one or two. Okay. Um, but now it's not physical labor. Labor. Now I get promoted. They, they come, Hey Mike, uh, we like how you work. We want you, we have a position open over here at the, at this cold storage at our other facility. Um, we want to bring you in. Heck yeah, man. I don't have to get up at four in the morning or throw bags. I just drive a forklift. That is easy money. Yeah. So I get promoted out that way. And I, it had a little bit to do with my uncle being on, being on the inside there. My aunt's, uh, ex-husband being on the inside, but either way I busted my butt. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie and say they thought I was amazing. I had a little inside work inside the, inside the plant and they moved me when they could. Uh, yeah. so now I'm working 12 to 12. Um, I'm driving, it feels like I was driving up to Sacramento every weekend, um, mm-hmm. to solve relationship issues, which was absolutely retarded. Now that I look back at it, um, yeah. so then my dad gets me a job as a part-time, part-time stalker, I guess, parts guy for an industrial company called Fastenal. So now I'm working at Fastenal. Okay. Um, I, and this was, let's say four months. I would probably work at the cold storage for three months, maybe. Mm-hmm. three months or so three four months go to fastenal uh, i'm working at fastenal part-time and there i was scrubbing toilets mopping the floor stocking the shelves um answering the phones helping customers that walk in um, pulling parts for the sales guy uh, and i was the best and i did the best job i could um I cleaned those. I cleaned those toilets, bro. I took pride. That's why I love how Andy talks about and and yeah. Gary are always like, just clean the freaking toilet. Like if you yeah. clean the best toilets you can, you know, yeah, Get dirty. Yeah, and that's what and I, that's one big thing. Like I was saying, like uh, I think I said like on the first episode. That's what Andy talks about, and he says if you think you're too good to clean the toilets, yeah. then you're never you're not gonna make it. I'm sorry. Yeah. So now I'm now I'm working part time. Um, and at this time I'm like, yo, I can be a sales guy. I have, I have the personality. I have the energy. Um, I want to be a salesman. I want to be a sales guy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, I, there's a full-time sales position open. I just started there. I was probably only working there three months or four months and I wanted a full-time sales job. They didn't give it to me. So, um, I had to start working. So the contractor I used to work for had a lot of jobs. Yeah, uh, that he had that he had to catch up on. So I would go to work from seven uh, to two, and then go work for the contractor from three to ten. Sometimes, like I would work night. I would go up to, you know, if he's remodeling a house or something, I would go uh, 
start tearing down the walls till 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, and he would let me because him and my dad are good, best friends, um, family friend. He'll, he'll work me until, until I'm dead. Right. So now I'm working literally all day. Okay. Now I'm working yeah. all day, busting my butt. What is it? Seven to two and then three to 10? Yeah. Three. I uh, was usually like three to eight. Um, there was a couple times where I worked till like 11 o'clock. I remember uh, we were trying to change toilets out of the house, dude, and it was the most frustrating. It's like the simplest thing, and nothing was just going my way. I ended up spending way too much time trying to get this, get these toilets cleaned. And actually, I remodeled. We remodeled the restrooms. And uh, anyways, uh, man, that was think about. I would show up to work, gas and they'll be like, dude, like you don't sleep or what? I'm like, I, I gotta make money. I gotta make money. Yeah. Um, um, and then I started applying for a full-time job. I, actually, I asked for more money at Fastenal. And what happened? They didn't give it to me. Okay. Um, I asked for full-time. They didn't give it to me. Um, and I started looking for another job, got another job uh, as an inside sales guy, counter guy, counter sales for a construction supplier, a landscaping supplier. Okay. Now I'm inside sales. Um, I see potential of an outside sales guy there. Now I want to be an outside sales. Like my goal, actually, I started thinking about it. Like my dad, my dad didn't even finish high school. He got his GED um, when he was in like juvenile hall or something. He built his life by just working hard and selling, being, being able to sell. So I was like, if my dad can build the life he did by selling, I can build the life that, that I want at selling. And uh, so... I started busting my butt at resource, um, started um, pushing pushing pavers, um, cobblestones, uh, paver cobblestones. Um, started pushing a lot of pavers there, and I was I was very successful at it, and I knew it. Um, but at the same time, every morning I go in, uh, I was washing down the front the front with water, sweeping off the truck scale, um, washing the building down. Like I had, I would clean as soon as I get there. I would, uh, you know, just sit down for a minute, do some little things, and then I would get to work almost every day, uh-huh. cleaning the toilets twice a week. Like I was just working, you know. I was being, I was using myself, cleaning the shelves, cleaning, 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 cleaning. Um, and I was inside. I was the inside guy. I would get bored inside. I would go out and help the guys outside and clean, pick pick up the yard. Yeah. Um, so at what point, uh, at the job you have now, at what point did you get hired for that with that company? Um, about 10 months ago. So I'm working at resource. I know I'm doing a good job. I know I have potential of being a sales guy and I started applying for big time sales jobs everywhere. Um, I applied for an outside sales job for a big construction company called Granite Rock. I applied for, uh, one of our vendors as an outside sales guide to sell stone and, um, granite. Dude, I literally started applying for outside sales jobs everywhere mm-hmm. you just wanted um, you just wanted a sales job yeah outside sales job i knew what I, I i knew what i wanted at this point so i think probably take it back to when i'm working in the cold storage i knew that i'm gonna pursue a sales career i knew what i i i had a clear vision i saw myself where i was at and i saw myself uh as a sales guy so boom i'm, I'm at I'm at this resource place and I am literally nothing, right? But I know, I know what kind of numbers I'm pulling in. I know how good I'm doing. 
Yeah. You know, I know personally, and I know everybody else knows. I don't make a big deal about it. I just keep my head down. Dude, they gave me two raises. You know how much these raises went from? What? So everybody can, can, can remember. My raise was I got hired at $11 an hour. I get $0.25 cent raise, and then I get another $0.25 cent raise. I was making eleven fifty working 7 to 5. Oh, wow. Um, and I knew I was killing it. I knew I can do an outside. If I was kicking butt inside, I know I can kick butt outside. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm stuck. I have to wait for the customers to come to me, you know? Yeah. I was like, I, I know I'll kick butt if I'm chasing people down. If I'm chasing the sales down, if I'm putting out work. So I started applying for outside sales jobs. Nobody wanted to hire me. We talked about this last episode. Uh, I was young. I was 20 years old, 21 years old. 20, yeah. 21. No uh, one wanted to take a shot. Yeah. I, I had a year's worth of experience of inside sales. Um, I, I didn't have a degree. You know, I didn't have the best track record on paper. And finally... Um, I found a company that was willing to invest in a young kid, and they're continuing to invest in me. Right now, they're putting me through uh, a sales course, um, paid course. It's like a schooling. Um, it's for two months. It's eight classes, but I love it because it's like what I'm doing. I'm learning how to how to be more. How to be better uh, at what you already yeah are already doing. Yeah, and it's something I'm passionate about, right? Yeah. Um, so. So they hired you, right? They take it. They take a chance with you. Yeah. What are your first initial thoughts? Like after you got rejected by so many jobs, and now this one company, the one you're with, right? Yeah. So with the company you're with, finally takes a shot. Uh, I was I was just happy. I was happy the, the whole time, dude. I was never just, dude. Another thing, I never missed work. I never called in for a year. I haven't took a vacation for two years. For two years, I have never taken – like, I'll go out for the weekend. You know, yeah. Go for the weekend, take, like, a mon- take a Monday or a Friday off and go go out of town somewhere. But I haven't took a true vacation, never taken a true vacation. Yeah, and I don't think that's true, honestly, what you're saying about the Friday because I remember when you ended your Friday early, I believe, and your boss called you and you said, I finished all my sales. I finished all my meetings for the day, like – do you remember that? No. It was uh the it was the day we met in Paso. Oh, when I was out there. Yeah, you were out in Paso, and your boss called you, and he asked you like, "Hey, Mike, like, why'd you finish off your day early?" And you told him like, "I'm done with everything for the day. Like, you can check." Oh, I don't remember that. So like, I think, I don't think it's even you taking a day off. I think it's just you understanding what you got to get done, and you know, yeah, hitting the like gas. I- yeah, I, I hit the gas tank until um, until I don't have to, I guess. I mean, I take care of what I need to take care of, and then it's have fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when I got the offer, um, it was exactly – I told myself, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have – I'm going to have a – I literally was saying this. Um, now I'm ahead of time, a lot ahead of time. Um, when me and the – the ex-girlfriend broke up. I literally told her, I'm going to have a career. I'm going to buy a house. And I'm going to have a nice little commuter car. Like, I'm going to have it all. Yeah. I, I really am. Believe it or not. Yeah. You know? Um, and it was really motivating. Because I say, I speak a lot of bull crap all the time. 
<laughs> you you know this like I I talk out of my I, I talk so much, dude. I know. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm saying, but but um, it, you don't know what you're saying, but it's working, huh? Yeah, it's working. Like I talk a big talk, and then I'm like, I'm gonna do it. Like, dude, I got myself into trouble. I was talking uh, with my buddy, he's a manager at, at a restaurant here in Tulare. I was started telling him I don't really remember why. I we started talking about it. I was like, dude, I'm one of the hardest workers. He's like, dude, all you do is sit in a truck and you're air I was like, bro, you don't even know. It's like, I'll I'll mop your floors. He's like, well, I'm gonna have you do my dishes. I was like, I'll be your di- I'll be the best dishwasher you've ever seen. So next Tuesday, I'm washing dishes for a beer. Hey, and uh, you're yeah. basically you're putting you're putting your money where your mouth is. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I don't play I don't play games, man. Um, so I I literally we I so I, I have this I get this job. Um, now my next, now my next thing on the list, I had, I had sold my, I had got a pickup truck, sold my truck, got an, a little Ford Focus hatchback. Um, everybody was like, everybody made fun of me for it. Uh, mm-hmm. you driving a girl's car, blah, blah, blah. You're just the Fiesta. I remember one of the guys I worked with called it a Fiesta. Yeah. Which is a smaller version of the Focus. And I was like, dude, it's a Focus. He's like, you drive a Fiesta. Like it was a big <laughs> joke. Like Mike's driving a small car. But in the back of my mind, I was like, screw you guys, F you guys, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was also looking for a job, so I needed a car, a reliable car. I had interviews in Monterey. I had interviews all over the place. And I needed a reliable car to drive me to yeah. and from because uh, my truck was incumbent. So I sold my truck, got a small little commuter car for super cheap. Um, even my dad was like, why are you buying this? Why do you want this? I'm like, oh, my dude, just shut up. I know what I'm doing, like. At, at that point, at that point, too, you guys, I, I moved out of my parents' house. I was actually living with, with my boss. <laughs> and think about it. He's he's the sales manager there. or uh, Now he's the, the branch manager. Um, I was living with him uh, at that time, dude, because I, I lived a life trying to follow my parents' rules. And I had got into a lot of trouble. I missed a lot of parts. Yeah. Uh, within that conversation, within my story, where uh, I completely just said f everybody. Yeah. I was on the grind. Like, dude, I didn't talk to my fr- my any friends. I didn't talk to any family really. Um, actually, when I got kicked out of school, I got in a fist fight with with my best friend. Um, we didn't talk for for months. I got in a fist fight with my best friend. Got kicked out of school. Uh, was going through a breakup. Me and my best friend get into a fist fight. Um, I lose my best friend. I I don't talk to my family. I I started like a little kid, like a like a, a twice a week. Like I would have kids from our. I was really involved in church. I got in trouble, um, and the the church didn't want me being a part of the youth anymore and having them over. I would have them over every Tuesday and Thursday. We would play sports, soccer. I I put together a gym in my parents' garage with with mats and a weight set. We would do boxing and wrestling. Um, and I, I had like 10, 15 kids that I would, I would coach and we would all hang out, you know, I, I was, I had a lot of, that was like the only thing that kept me alive during that, that process. Uh, I lose all that. The church was like, ah, oh, dude, you're trash or you're not a good example. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whatever, screw you guys too. Uh, so I basically moved out my parents' house. Um, yeah. Screw my family. I don't want to, cause I Dude, I literally like, I tell people all the time, you want to, you want to move forward, you want to keep, you, you want to be something better, say f 
everybody in your life. Everybody. Everybody. Screw everybody. Forget everything. And leave everybody alone and just go get yours. Who cares what people say? You want to be successful? Literally just live for yourself. Be selfish. Yeah. Go get your piece of the pie. Go get yours. Don't live your life thinking, oh, but my mom's going to think this or my dad. Dude, I honestly, like my parents are going to listen to this podcast. Dude, the majority of the time, I don't give three shits what they have to say. I really don't. I'm living my life for me, period. Yeah. Yeah. I, Gary V says, respect everyone, listen to no one. I don't listen to anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's working, in a sense. It's worked for me. It's I, been, yeah. I, yeah, I completely pulled myself out of, uh, pulled myself away from everybody I know, isolated myself, mm-hmm. worked my butt off, uh, bought a house. Um, that was my next goal. So I have a, I have a car. Now I have the job. Now I got to save money, but get, get a house. Yeah. Dude, I did, I did it all within two years. All within two years, you got your job, you got promoted to district manager and you bought your house. Well, I, I got hired as a, as a district sales, uh, as a district manager, I got hired as a district manager. Okay. Um, uh, so I managed from Madera County down to Kern County to San Luis Obispo and over to Monterey. Um, but yeah, we're, and we're growing, dude. Um, we're growing. I love my job. They're helping me grow. Um, I'm in the process of, of doing my best to help the district grow. Um, I'm happy. I love it. I'm having fun. Um, my, my boss is great, dude. He's like the best coach. He, like, if you ask, dude, if you want a coach, you, you want, you want my boss period. Um, dude, he, he'll, he's investing everything he wants. He's investing everything in me. You know, he's just, you know, making me better, making me better. There's, I'm not perfect, dude. I'm 22 years old and I'm in a professional sales job. Yeah. I'm far from a professional, but he's, he's making me one and I'm, and I'm excited awesome. I'm a lot. Yeah. Um, and- so, so with all this story, through all this whole process, man, you really got to just live for yourself. I, 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 first thing you need to have is a vision. You need to have a vision, a clear vision of where you yeah. want to be, what like, you want to be, where you no, want to go. No, yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts, no shady stuff. No, like, I think I want to do this. I think I want to do that. I have a friend like that and it's annoying. I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to do that. I think, dude, you yeah. ain't going to do nothing. Cause all you're doing is thinking you're not working, you know, yeah. every, every move I made was, was for my plan. And I, nobody knew my plan. My plan was just in my head. It was yours. It was mine. It was in my head. It was in my dome. And I played to the system to make it happen. I advanced myself Yeah. to make it happen. And I lived my life for me, period. I don't mm-hmm. care about anyone or anything. And it's sad. It's a sad, like, it's a sad thing to fade now. You guys are going to think, oh, he, he doesn't like his family. It's not what I'm saying. I love my family. I love my friends. But at the end of the day, they're not living my life. They're not going to live your life. Yeah, and this is this is something that I tell a lot of people when they come to me with advice and they come to me, well, like, basically they come to me just venting and telling me, oh, well, this person thinks this about it and I don't want to do this because yeah, this person told this, me this. this and, oh, my, oh, my God. Yeah, and for me – the only response I have to that is they could tell you whatever they want and they could give whatever opinion they want. But at the end of the net, at the end of the day, you're the one that's losing sleep over this and everyone else is going to bed. Yeah. I don't lay down at night thinking about, uh, thinking about things other than like, how am I going to move forward? How am I going to advance? You know, 
uh, there's every once in a while, like people will say things and I, I can check myself. I mean, Gary V is a perfect example. He's, he, today he said, you know, I'm my biggest supporter and I'm my, I'm my biggest critic. Yeah. Period, dude. I'm, I'm that person. I'm, I, I'm my biggest supporter and I'm my biggest critic. Like uh, the post that I did on Instagram the other day, I said, me and Junior are different breeds because we believe in the work we're doing and we're not too stressed about what we're doing wrong or what people think is wrong or what's what's not healthy or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, I don't really care too much about this because I'll figure it out with time. Yeah, and that's I'm the thing forward. too. I'm there's no time. Yeah, and there's no time to think about what others think you're doing wrong. You got to think about what you think you're doing wrong, you know? Exactly. Unless yeah, it comes down, like, too. yeah, I, I fully believe that. Unless it comes down to people thinking, well, like, if you're giving something to them, like a product, then yeah, it comes down to what they think is wrong. Or if they're, you know, if it's a service. Dude, check this out. I literally was so done living at home. I, I, and I'm just remembering, I was literally so done living at home. I got in my truck, parked it at the Walmart parking lot, lived out of the lived out of my truck for a week while I was working for fast stop and, and working for the contractor. I didn't tell anybody. I just left. I got so pissed off with my parents telling me, you need to do this and you do that. You're not doing this right. You're not doing that right. I'm like, you guys don't know the game I'm playing in my head. I don't care. I know what I'm doing to win. Like, I'm not going to live my life for you guys. Dude, I straight up packed my stuff in my truck, lived, lived at the Walmart parking lot for a week. Um, and the, and uh, the, the contractor, my family friend of ours, yeah, uh, he, he found out that I was doing that. Um, he asked me. I was like, yeah, man, I am. I'm done living at home. I'm tired of them. And I stood with him for another week, uh, cleared my mind, and then I went back home for a little while. But it was very shortly, and then I moved out. But that's how, that's how much done – dude, I, was, I would go wash up at the gym every morning, go to the gym, take a shower, wash up, go to work. Every like, morning? Every morning. I was living at – I was literally living in my, I had a small single cab truck. I, I've never told this to this story before to anyone. That's how done I was with people, with, with, with people not understanding me. Cause I'm the only one that understands what's going on in, in my brain. Yeah. Right. I'm and everyone was, one. everyone was yeah. trying to dictate something based off of basically without knowing what, yeah. what's going on in your head and knowing how you're thinking. Yeah. Or know what my plan is in here. Yeah. Like I never share my plans out loud usually. Yeah, like my deepest, deepest thoughts those ain't shared. And I wanna, I wanna just repeat this to people. You were at living at the Walmart parking lot for a week, going to the gym to take a shower and get ready for work. Yeah, swear to God, I was. It might have been longer than that. I did it twice, actually. I did it twice. I was so done. I just got in my truck and left, parked it at part. Parked at Walmart down the street from the gym. Yeah. Dude, nah. I was so done. And that's, and uh, I'm, I'm really thankful. Dude, when I got kicked out of school, they said I was a threat to the student body and I was socially impaired. I had, I had a family that thinks uh, I was a nobody and I wasn't, I wasn't valuable. Blah, blah, blah. I had parents thinking I was crazy and I was ruining their name. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't care if I'm ruining your name or my name. Cause at the end of the day, who cares what people think? I don't care what people think. Dude, yeah. Some, dude, if you want to, you can think whatever you want about me. I don't care. You can go die in a ditch. I won't think twice about it. Seriously. Yeah. Like go die in a ditch. Like 
you know, your, your life ain't going to affect me anymore. Like, like you, there's, I, and I say that, and I'm going to contradict myself a lot through this podcast because I do want to, I do take people's advice and I do hear them out, but to a yeah. certain extent, you know, to where, yeah, I think it's to a certain extent. And I think it's also to, you got to really be able to pick and choose who you listen to. And the thing is, is all these people listen to the advice of everyone and it's like, how are you going to be listening to the advice of a person that you've known for three months? Yeah. You know? I mean, and, but still, I mean, I met, I meet guys randomly at bar talks and they give me some of the best advice that I ever heard in my life, you know? Yeah. But I think they're giving you, they're giving you advice on through their story their, their life, yeah, you know, and very general advice, yeah. very general advice. I think there's too many people looking for advice from people they barely met on yeah. deep personal issues that, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I hear you. But man, like the biggest thing, how I ended up here and today, I had a vision. I didn't give two shits about anyone. I I isolated myself. Yeah. And, and uh, I followed my game plan, and I I made adjustments and uh, uh, used uh, used what I needed to use to get where I'm at. You know. Cancel everyone out. And I'm thankful for everybody that helped me through it. Yeah. I'm thankful, like, like I'm thankful for my parents. Like I don't, I'm not mad at them. I never not. hated them. Uh, I love my parents. They're too. I'm the product of good parenting, too. Uh, why do I have the confidence that I have, and why do I have the work ethic that I have? Because my dad. How come I have a soft heart? Like I don't, I don't think I've expressed it through the podcast yet. But why is my heart so always soft? Why am I so loving to the people I love? Because of my mom. My mom's the most loving person in the world. Yeah. Nobody will out love my mom or could out love my mom. Period. Yeah. But, when it comes to me trying to build my life, I wasn't building. I'm not. I'm building my life for them. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, I'm not building it. Like I can care less if they're happy with me or not. If you know, they can come tell me how I'm so proud of you. Blah, blah, blah. Like they can come here and say I'm a piece of sh- piece of piece of dirt, and I want to care. Yeah. Like, like you know, uh, I want to say I want to care, but yeah, I, I like I don't care. Like you can come here and say you're proud of me. Thank you. You can come here and say uh, you're a useless piece of crap. I, I don't care. I know what I am and I know what I'm going to do and I know what I'm going to become. And dude, I'm 22 years old. Dude, I haven't even, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to have the world. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on my own agenda. I'm not listening to anybody. Mm-hmm. Really. I mean, yep. when I say that, I'm not living my life. We started this podcast, dude. I don't care. Like it's, it's such an, ex, it's such a different thing to do. Like a majority of my friends are probably like, dude, that's weird. Like you're weird. Like, why do you have a podcast? Why are you doing a podcast? You guys don't know. I'm doc- we're documenting our life. We're yeah. documenting uh, our, our process. Dude. In five years from now, uh, this could be – in two years from now, this, can, this podcast could go big. And we're I, – I, honestly, it's going to go big. Two, yeah. three years, this is going to be a big podcast, and I can't wait to laugh in everybody's face. Yeah. Because this is such a random thing to do. Right? Yeah, and I think like that's what it comes down to also with some people. Like how kind of how you brought up the whole, you know, at the end of the day, it only comes down to where you think about yourself yeah. and your self-acceptance. And I think it's super important because you're going to have the people that care about you tell you some things that you don't want to hear. Yeah. You know, and I think that, I think that like, for example, like, this podcast, I think people can come up to us and be like, Hey, like your podcast is pretty stupid or Hey, your podcast is something weird that we yeah, haven't heard weird. before, but 
Why are you calling like, it millennials? Just, why are you, yeah, why are you this goes. This goes back to the people that I was saying, like, you got to learn who you're taking advice from. I mean, you got to learn who yeah. you're listening to and really pick and choose because there's going to be those people that say, hey, your podcast is stupid. Hey, your podcast is weird. Those people, weave them all out. Yeah, Get them out of here. Weird. Uh, quit, then there's, quit, quit posting so much yeah. about your podcast. But I'm like, dude, like, I, if I win or lose, if this thing works or fails, you, it's not, you're not affecting it, you know? Yeah. Like, you and, don't have you don't have that much say. And if you got that small of a mind, you don't see what we're trying to do here. Then you can go die in a ditch too. I don't care. I'm yeah. trying to win. I'm and trying to grow. Dude, we're doing this because we literally motivate each other. Yeah. Through our conversations. And I know if you motivate me and I motivate you, somebody's going to hear us and be motivated by it. Yeah. And like, this is just to like, for example, I have a coworker and the kid is 20 years old. I think the kid is 20 years old. And a big thing with him is he just graduated high school and he uh, he just graduated high school and he does a lot of things on the side that he doesn't tell people about. And not like bad things, but like, you know, he has a lot of side hustles and he does all these things. And he is one of those people that people can tell him what they people can tell him like what they want. People can do say whatever they want to him, but he knows what he's doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. the people, people we, can say we like, well, 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 you're not, yeah, he knows what he's doing. And people can tell him like, oh, well, you're not, you know, like people can basically just tell him like, hey, well, you're just a high school kid that just graduated. And hey, you're so immature. And hey, you're so naive. And hey, you're so this. That's cool. But at the end of the day, he's securing his bag. Yeah, you have no idea. Yeah, you have mind. no idea. And the only reason that I know is because of how close of a relationship me and him have developed. Yeah, that's the only reason I know. But this kid, dude, at 20 years old, man, like he's doing things that I was doing at 20 years old. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. he's like and I know for a fact he's that kid that back when he was in high school, he was doing I don't know if he was or not. But I was the kid back in high school that was looking for any way to make money. I would I don't care. I would sell the clothes yeah. off my back to make five dude, bucks. In high school, I was freaking digging ditches. I yeah. dug ditches for like two years, two and a half years. And I was, and I took pride in it. Yeah. I took pride in my ditches. Yeah. And let's, so like, you know what I'm saying? So like this kid, he knows what he's doing and it doesn't matter to him what anybody else says because he's secured. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows exactly where he's going with it. So, Boom. and this Know is, where you're going. Know where you're going. Have a vision. Work hard. Who cares what people say? Yeah. Uh, and don't get discouraged. Like, did, you don't think at times in my life, when I was sitting in the Walmart parking lot, like, dude, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, and where, where am I, where am I going to go with life? Like I have yeah. those thoughts, but I don't let those take over. Mike's going to, Mike's the greatest thing alive. Mike's no. going to become big. Yeah. I, I get great. you. Not at all, man. I think like, I think you're just like this sort of saying, not at all. You cannot let those like thoughts consume yeah. you. You cannot let the, those people's opinions consume yeah. you. And everybody like, has them. Yeah. Everybody and here's, has here's a little insight. I'm, uh, at my job, there's three positions available. There's a part-time, a part-time over, and uh, a full-time position. Well, I've been in the warehouse. I've been shipping and receiving for three years now. And they've consistently asked, oh, why have you not bumped up to full-time? Oh, why haven't you applied for full-time? Can you not handle the full-time position? Can you not handle 40 hours a week and school? And it's for me, it's like, no, it's not that I can't handle it. It's that I know I'm giving you guys 25 hours a week. I'm giving you maybe a little more because I know exactly what I'm doing with my time off. And yeah. it's because... Dude, my stock market accounts 
my trading accounts hold more than I, I don't tell anybody how much those accounts hold. I think yeah. I've told, I think I've told two people. I think, I think I told Anthony and I told uh, Anthony, bro. Hope you're listening. We love you. That's my cousin. By the yeah. Way. yeah. <laughs> I think I told, I told Ant, Anthony. And I Mariah. told, Mariah. yeah, I think I told Raya and I think I've told you, but like, I've told only those people and they're taking that to the grave, you know, because those are, that's information I don't let go of. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like everyone at work can judge me. Everyone, wherever they want can judge me for not yeah. wanting to pick up a full-time position. I think, I think more than work. I think me and you get, um, dude, we got to shut this pocket. We've been talking for a while and I didn't realize how long we've been talking, but, uh, we also get a lot of crap from our churches. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, I, I the, um, yeah, and you know, I don't, I, and a, a lot of times my parents would be like, "Why are you mad at God? Why I'm not mad at God? Me and God are cool. I love God. I love Jesus. Yeah, we're cool. He's rolling with me right now. You know, we're rolling through life. I'm just, I had to get out of the system. Like the school, yeah. I, I I didn't like the school system. I don't like the church system. Not saying that I'm not going back to church or anything. Yeah, I don't like the way the system is so i'm going to create my own system create my own way and when i'm ready i'm going to pop in and change the world yeah exactly and you know to talk on that a little bit i think the right people in church will always have your back like for example i'm not gonna lie my pastor has my back dude he knows that i work a lot he knows why i miss church and it's because of work so he's got my back on that you know he's not looking down on me or anything but religion christ all that stuff, we could save it for another day. Uh, I am so glad that everyone was able to listen to your story, where you come from, and what you've accomplished, man, at 22 years old. Yeah. And there's a lot to that story. I kept it as short as possible. I can drift it off a hundred different ways. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about a lot of things that, you know, it's only episode three. You know, they'll learn the rest along the way because we got a lot of more episodes to go. So... With that, we are ending this episode. I am going to go get something to eat because I am starving. Me too. Um, so to everyone listening, thank you guys for your support. I hope that you guys listened to the story. I hope that you guys were inspired by the story. We love you guys. We are signing out. We will see you tomorrow. Adios. Love you, bro. Love you.